Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. I'm your host, Keisha. We've got producer James here in the studio. Hey. Fucking shit up per usual. Running about 12 minutes behind schedule because he couldn't get the mic situation. Don't you hate when a motherfucker tries to switch shit up when the formula has been perfected, yet they feel the need to try to add something new at, you know, the 12th hour? Are we not going to mention why we're 30 minutes late? Okay, that's an emergency that I had. Uh, can you tell the listeners what the emergency was? Uh, sure. My eyelash girl is not working tomorrow because it's the 4th of July, and she could only take me right when we're about to record, so I had to cancel recording. I can't record it if I, if I don't have cute eyelashes. We're audio only. I feel more myself when I have my lashes fresh and fluffed. <laughs> okay i would sound different well they look they look good it was worth it as they always say yeah because tomorrow's fourth of july and we have plans and i can't be going half bald eyelashes and shit like that like that would be weird and is it called bald if you don't have eye, uh, eyelashes is that considered bald i mean so eyelash i don't bald. know if people know the history of my eyelashes so once upon a time, I was letting this lady at my nail shop do my lashes, and they weren't exactly uh, eyelash extensions, but they kind of were. Um, they were not, you know, how eyelash extensions, they're extensions added onto your individual lashes. This was something different in ghetto. Um, I was not told, like, when you get something new, you're supposed to be told how to properly take care of that, Correct. You should be. Isn't that the white way? Yes. I wasn't dealing with white people. Therefore, <laughs> I wasn't told how to properly care for these. So when they started getting a little bit loose, I just assumed I could just take them off. Well, I did take them off, and they took away with them all of my lashes. And my lashes have never fully recovered from it. So now I have eyelash extensions. Wow. And I absolutely love them. I adore them. Um, they're part actually, of who I am. You can actually hear them swoosh whenever she uh, blinks. Yeah. Yeah, because they're wispy. <laughs> yes. They introduce us when we first walk into a room. They're like, Keisha is here. Eyelashes intact. Every time you blink, it sounds like the punch in a kung fu movie. It's really nothing even remotely like that. Like... You have to get them refilled every two, two and a half weeks. And I think it's been about two and a half weeks since I got them done. And probably I could have gone a few more days, but I know how they're supposed to look. They're supposed to look dark and fluff. I love the fluff. They just, I have little eyes. I don't know if you guys, sometimes y'all don't act like y'all know how we look. <laughs> so every now and then I have to do a reminder. I have little eyes. Beady eyes. Yeah, I have little beady. I have little beady judging eyes of what I have. And so when I have my lashes, you know, newly refilled, I really can judge a motherfucker. You sure can. Yeah, you know what I mean? And you really can't tell because my eyes are so small and my lashes are so thick and luscious and long. So you can't even tell that I'm judging you. <laughs> Therefore, they are, I, I need them. I need them. And it's, I, I'm so afraid of being poor. Because if I'm poor, I can't go get these done every two. Like, I have a regimen, an every two-week thing. Like, oh, wow. every two-week regime. Okay. Thank you. I Don't do that. 
Don't do that on my show. <laughs> the people who listen to the show are quite used to me fucking up words, and they just breeze by it. They don't pay attention to it. It's no biggie. They know what the fuck I meant. Correct? Biggie. Correct. Yeah. So every two weeks, it is, I got to get my nails done, toes done, eyelashes done, and probably... It depends on what hairstyle I'm rocking because I've just got my hair rebraided. So I could probably go two months before I need to get them redone. She's she's worth about, let's see. Oh, here we go with the bullshit because <laughs> whatever number he's about to tell y'all is going to be highly exaggerated. I don't know. So it was 100 bucks today mm -hmm. for the lashes. 96. It wasn't 100. It was okay. 96. Okay, I round up. I, I, it's $96. So that, if we're going to be, if we were doing taxes right yeah. now, they wouldn't take a roundup. They take the exact number and it's $96. You saying black folks don't round shit up on their taxes? You know what? <laughs> don't do that. Cause you already in a little bit of trouble because you act a little, you act like you were miffed at me for about 2.5 seconds. And you totally forgot that we don't do that in Wakanda. We, we, no, 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 no. Everything I do to you that upsets you, you need to keep it to yourself because it is just a form of reparations. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, for you guys that are new to the show, he's white, I'm black. <laughs> In case you're wondering. In case you're wondering. Um, In case every piece of promotional material didn't make it clear. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, I get my eyelashes done. That's about $96. Okay, so $192 a month. You get your nails done. Which nails is probably about 75 to $80. Twice a month? Twice a month. Okay. Every so two weeks. Let's, let's say 160 more. So okay. we're up to 372 That is like nothing. <gasps> really? That is not a lot. That's not a lot? To some people, that's a whole paycheck. So $300? $372. That is not even $400. It's also not 500, it's not 1,000, and it sure ain't 10. I think you should be a little bit more grateful <laughs> that that is all that it costs. That's all it is. While okay. you're sitting here, because I can make and go up. <laughs> I can start adding Botox, even though black don't crack. Therefore, I don't need Botox. But I could be doing micro-needling, facials. Okay, so technically, you do pay for a facial every month with my massage. Yeah, that's 79 yeah, that I like never, ever, ever use. But I do need to go this week. All right, so 451 That is not a lot of money. When's it a lot? Like when it's what in do we the count thousands. When it's a thousand? Okay. Yes. Now add your hair for one month. Okay, so yesterday I got my hair rebraided. That was 150 including, um, oh yeah. shit, hold on. I didn't add the hair. Mm -hmm. Okay, so 150 to get it done, and that's including a tip. And then the hair itself, I don't, I don't know. I don't look at prices. <laughs> <laughs> I think your hair was a hundred, I think for that one. No, it was not because no, it, was, it was 50. Okay. See how, see how motherfucker will lie real quick. He told y'all 100 and it was actually 50. So okay. So about, what are we up to? Okay. So about 771 bucks for a full beauty month. Oh, okay. I, I didn't add your massage. <sighs> so. It's still not going to hit a thousand. It's eight fifty. Okay. Okay. And that I feed, is. And I feed you. So. <laughs> oh, so now we trying to fat shame. 
Are we fat shaming over here? Because I feel not. like I was fat shamed when you had to add that in. No, because I'm there for every meal as well. Yeah, and he eats out a lot more than I eat out. And he eats a lot more than what I eat. That's what she said. Oh, God, whatever. <laughs> so, for example, when we go out to eat, let's say we go out to eat for lunch. He's going to order something from, like, the lunch combo. Or an appetizer. I no, I order the appetizer. Don't get it twisted. Okay, what I mean? Okay, let's be serious. I usually order just an appetizer. Or, yeah, or like a soup or a salad, something small. Yeah, something, because if I die, when they do the autopsy, I want to say, oh, this supermodel only had a salad and coffee in her <laughs> stomach. <laughs> she must have been a model. Okay, so, yeah, she, poor thing, she only has soup in her she stomach. She must have been hungry. Look at her. No wonder why she has this sexy physique. Yeah, that's what I want the, what do you call the autopsy person? Autopsomist? <laughs> What are they called? They're not called an autopsy. Hold on, let me get it right. Let me see. I know what this is called. Medical examiner. Yeah. Yeah. I like autopsist. Autopsist. Like an optometrist. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I want them to say this, darling girl. Look how little she ate. And look how young she was to be lost so soon. Exactly. See, now I got to knock on wood. Knock on wood before I die tomorrow. You know what I mean? Come on now. Anywho, so yeah, so if we really, uh, uh, let's not forget, he goes and eats out and goes to convenience stores every day and buys something. He also goes to Lowe's every single day. Not now, every day. Okay, Lowe's. yes, it's every day. Like, he goes so often, and not let's not bring up Bucky's. He goes to those places so often, I just finally asked him, are you dating someone at those places? <laughs> is that where your side chick is? Is that where y'all meet up, or does she work there? What, do you meet her in the parking lot? Like, wh what is it? Yeah, Dolores and plumbing. <laughs> Dolores and all that ass. Oh, that ass, Dolores. <laughs> yeah. So, and I don't even look at what he spends at those places. You don't look at the bank, period. No, because rich people don't ever look at the bank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're rich and I'm poor. <laughs> oh, we just know the money's in there and, you know. So, here's the thing. So, people sometimes look at us oddly because I don't look at the money. Because it's going to be one of two things. Oh, my God, we're poor. Or, hey, we wish I'm about to order appetizers, a dessert, and getting, all of that. I'm getting crab today. Yeah, I'm getting crab legs and all of that. So I just, if there's a week where there's extra expenses, like, for example, Scholars College tuition, he'll just say politely, because he know not to say it forcefully, because that's going to start a whole fucking fight. He will say, usually he doesn't say it. He'll send it via text. <laughs> Just in case he gets knocked the fuck out when I read this, he'll say, just watch your spending this week. Yeah. To me, that doesn't include my beauty things. That should be budgeted in every single month. I'm not, I'm not about to not get my eyelashes and my nails done. I don't care if we have to eat ramen noodles for an entire <laughs> week for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I have to get those things done. So I think and I am like very giving. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, giving to the nail girl, nibbing to the hair girl. Uh, I support small businesses. <laughs> and I su support minority-owned small businesses. You support single moms and immigrants. I do. I do. I do that. Literally. So I'm a good person. Yes. I'm a very, very good person. <laughs> All righty. If you're a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. 
It is time for the gap. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true too. Let's gossip the gap with Keisha. Okay, so this whole Kim Zosiak and Corey Beerman thing is getting absolutely out of control. Like at this level, it is dangerous, and it, it and I'll explain why it's dangerous, but it's beyond stupid. Okay, so apparently Kim made like some sort of a play date with one of KJ's, who is their oldest son's friends, to go to some kind of rodeo or carnival thing or whatever. So apparently she didn't tell Croy until last minute and when he found out he was very upset because he doesn't like this person he wasn't told that was his first mistake because i don't have to tell you shit okay <laughs> but don't get me wrong i i have been completely team croy and i still am team croy but this makes no sense so he's upset about it he starts calling the parent who kj is with saying bring him back and this lady kind of starts talking shit and hangs up on him. Now, to me, that's dead wrong. You don't do that to, to the parent. I get that you're friends with the other parent, but just to, like, you know there's a divorce going on. Just bring the kid back or make arrangements for him to be picked up. So Kim, in her whole wig, decides to call 911. Now tell me how that makes sense. So Kim calls 911 mm -hmm. and reports what crime? reports the crime that her husband is saying that their son has been kidnapped and it's false. Okay. 911 well, emergency. So did Croy report the kid is kidnapped first? No, he did not. So she just called preemptively. Yeah. To say whatever this guy might call about is going to be wrong. I don't even think she, <laughs> and I'm trying to go back to the recording. I don't think she even mentioned the fact that he may file a police report. So she just called and said, hey, this thing that no one's saying is false. Yeah. Oh, my God. An emergency line. 911. The place that people call to get live saved. Yeah. Hey, this person has fallen over. Hey, there's been a wreck on the freeway. Hey, I found a dead head in my backyard. I mean, a, a fucking cut off head in my backyard. Yeah, she called that number because she was pissed off at her husband for being pissed off at her. Ugh. See, now it's becoming dangerous. Now, even more dangerous than her driving her car while using a pinky finger to steer the wheel while she's recording herself lip singing while she's got her kids in the back. She is just so hateable. I feel like she should actually not, like, she should be charged money. Like, they should send her, I mean, they ain't gonna get their money because... <laughs> Because she broke as a joke. now yeah. even Target has sued her because she has not paid her Target. 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 Ooh. I didn't even know Target had like a credit card. Oh, yeah, I thought they, they just all... had that red card. Is that the credit card? That's the credit card. I'm finna get one, and I'll no. get producer Jane's gonna pay my bill <laughs> on time. Should I list out the credit cards you have? No, okay. no, that's not other people's business. That's personal. <laughs> that stays in the that's house. Personal. That stays inside. That stays within the house. Okay. So I think this is just like so. Is pretentious the correct word to use? I'm so important. It is pretentious. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm like, bitch, that's something you call your attorney on. Yeah. You don't call 911 for that. That's a complaint. That's it not is a complaint. Emergency. Now, I can see you going down to file a complaint. Just say, look, nothing emergency-wise happened, but I need to put this on record. So 
Yeah, I mean, you could you could do that, but if you really wanted to do something meaningful, mm -hmm. you would just file for a restraining order and say these are the conditions, and have a hearing and do this like fucking adults. Yeah, but there's not even enough to have like a restraining order, y'all. Just a side note: producer James once upon a time tried to get a restraining order against me. Why did it get quiet in here? <laughs> <laughs> Number one ruler of uh, broadcasting. Uh, yeah. So we're just going to slide. Oh, he really trying to change the subject. He's skipping all the way to the next segment. Let's see. Uh, coming up next. Uh, yeah. So I just think this yeah, is. But here's, a, but here's the thing. Like, Wait yeah. a minute. You kind of interrupted the host oh, a little I'm bit. Sorry. We don't, Again, we you. don't do that in, sorry. in where? In Wakanda. Keisha's house. In Wakanda. We don't, Wakanda. We don't do In the that. studio. No, but go ahead. Go ahead. Well, um, I mean, usually if you're going to get a divorce, you, you know, you file for a divorce and typically there's a hearing where you set all the rules everybody has to operate under. Mm -hmm. Like it's like a temporary set of orders. Mm -hmm. I, I guess they haven't done that. They, they still live underneath shit. the same roof. <sighs> so I want to say it is the Rolls Royce that just got uh, picked up. Repoed? Repoed. Can't think of the word. Nice. Um, Croy's also being sued for another bill they haven't been able to pay. But we all, look, if you just go back and do a rewatch, I'll just say of season one and two of The Real Housewives of Atlanta and rewatch all the seasons of Don't Be Tardy, you know who spent all the money. Kim spent all, so all their the money. money. It was either her spending it or her idea for something that spent it. Well, we saw that there were multiple times, the majority of the time, Croy is telling her, no, right. we don't need this, don't do that, and she does it anyway. Yep. This guy made like $17 million in the, playing in the NFL, married her, and they blew through that. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, James, if you get like $17 million, I'm going to spend about half. Well, and that's all we'll ever spend. Period. Cause he ain't gonna tell me that we got the whole seventeen million. Nope. He's just gonna he's like, girl, we got about two yeah, million. Yeah, we got about in the two. Yeah. Rough. Taxes already came out. So. Yeah, and I'm gonna push it to the limit. Well, and 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 this is what's this is what's fucked up about athletes, and not against Croy, but like they think because I got millions of dollars, I can live forever on millions. Right. But when you have a woman or a lifestyle mm -hmm. that is sucking that money away every month. Okay, wait a, a minute. I feel personally attacked. I feel like you're looking at me a little bit much when you said a woman who's sucking away <laughs> no, the I money. Just... I felt like you looked at me a little bit hard, like you didn't blink. No, because we're sitting across from a desk here. Uh -huh. I, 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 I don't engage like the look. You. Uh -huh. um, uh -huh. I mean, they, they forget that if you stop playing, you don't make any more money. Unless you go into like sports broadcasting. You have to keep a job. You have to keep a job. You invest in real estate or something. But they didn't do any of that. No. They just kept spending and spending and spending. You know, they have this house that is probably worth, I want to say, a little bit over a million dollars. It's between 800000 and a little bit over a million dollars. It wasn't extravagant. It wasn't I mean, super extravagant. I mean, it has like 12 bathrooms, though. I think that's kind of extravagant. Yeah. But people don't think about the upkeep of that. That's why yes. Michael Jackson wasn't able to fucking keep Never Neverland. He couldn't <laughs> afford the upkeep of it, right. you know? And it, that costs a lot of money per year. And they don't factor that no. when they're purchasing the home. No, there was a whole uh, ESPN documentary called Broke. And it was just about athletes who had um, blown through their money. My God. It's sad. It's sad. Because some of them are just don't know how to handle money at all. The majority of them. 
a lot of them get taken advantage of by partners, by mm -hmm. family, by managers. Yeah. It, it's staggering how much money someone can blow through. Yeah. I feel attacked once again. How you looked at me <laughs> when you said it's staggering it's how rude. much money you can blow through. It's rude not to look at the person you're talking to. When you just said that, you weren't looking at me. <laughs> Let's not play these games. Okay? I have no sympathy for Kim Zolciak at all, period. Yeah, because she's an asshole. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gold digging. That she's an asshole. To married men, asshole. I mean, there's some people that lose it all, and you know it was just because of really blind ignorance. And you do feel bad for them. And then you watch them try to do a comeback. Right. So you feel bad for them. But I don't feel bad for a person who's still trying to act like they're rich. And she's just horrible. For example, Croy, I feel like he's really trying to own up to his mistakes. Mm -hmm. He's trying to rebuild. And I, I genuinely feel like he wants the absolute best for his children. He seemed to always seem like that kind of person on the show. He was from fucking Montana. <laughs> There's nothing in Montana, do they, except, what is it, corn and cows? Pretty much. That's, I mean, that's the kind of, that's how he grew up. Yeah. You know, and because of him, he no longer has a relationship with he. I mean, he was pussy whipped. Yes. Oh, completely. Yeah. yeah. Didn't like his family quit talking to him because of her. They quit talking. He quit or talking he, to his family because of her. Because of her. My thing is, if I'm with someone and they don't talk to anyone in their family, you're not about to do anything to make me not have a relationship with my family. Right. I, I, I just I don't see. I'm ready for this divorce to be done. I'm ready for Kim to have to move into a much cheaper place. And I want to see her actually do something that is productive. She's trying to do everything she can right now to get back on the Real House of Atlanta. I don't know if it's going to work. But speaking of another K, Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker shared their gender reveal. Of course, it was Travis playing on his drums. And then it was kind of cheap. <laughs> I mean, it was really cheap. He was playing his drums, brrr, and then like some blue streamers flew out. Okay. That's kind of cheap for the Kardashians. That's pretty quick to be told you're pregnant and then have a gender reveal. And have like a six-month belly going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I said, they were playing us for pickles over there. But the funniest part of it is Kim is on the front row. No surprise there. She is the sister. She's the aunt. But whenever they, the streamers come out, I mean, these were like some Party City streamers. Like, they weren't, <laughs> they didn't have glitter in them. They didn't have gold on them. I mean, it was, and it wasn't even a lot of them. Like, like just, blue, was, crinkly ones? Yes, yeah, it was very poor. <laughs> very poor. Kim, you can see she's recording it, but then she turns around and makes sure she's in the shot where the poor-looking poor streamers are. I'm like, oh, Kim, she just... I don't know if it's narcissism or I, I don't think she's complete. I don't think Kim is a narcissist. I think she has narcissistic characteristics, like that being one of them. Yeah. Like, why was that necessary, Kim? Well, there's like, there's being like self-important and being narcissist. I think she's, I think she's self-important. Self yeah, I think she's very self-important. But it was like, Kim, this wasn't your moment. Not even a little bit. The aunt didn't even need to be there to begin. I, you know how I feel about gender reveals. I think they're utterly ridiculous. 
you know, I, I think it's cute whenever someone finds out their baby's gender and they take like a cute photo and they've got on the clothes representing the gender or they got like a smoke bomb or something like that. I, I think that's cute. But I don't like the whole, we got to buy everything blue, everything pink for a party and then someone hits a fucking baseball. I'm talking about my own family right now. You sure Hopefully are. they're not. That <laughs> shit was high, okay? That's you expensive sure because you have to buy everything twice. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're lucky they fucking got fed after all that money me and my mama spent on that damn gender reveal. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't mean to use my own family as an Boy, example, but it's just... just a little bit. I've gone too far to even go back. No, that, that was like front of your mind for it to slide out like that yeah wow yeah because it wasn't in a bit but i will say i got the greatest gift ever of all time and that was my niece yes but i still feel like we should have just they could have put the ultrasound up with a little pink flower on it <laughs> and put it on facebook or just like getting the sonogram and just put a blue or a pink marker on it yeah yeah <laughs> like so, circle something for example when that it, that wasn't even a thing whenever we had our kids so Let's say if I had to do it again, I would dress all in pink. I would, okay, I'm getting a professional photographer, so I'm going to spend a little cash on that. Mm. And I would have like a tiara on my belly bump, on my bump, okay. representing the fact that it's a girl. So, okay, so that's what you would do after you found out. Yeah, okay. and that was my way of telling everyone that we're having a girl. So basically, you would reveal it like you know, and you're telling everyone else the answer. Yeah. 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 That's, that's how it used to be. Yeah. And then I could use that picture and put it in a frame in my home. Exactly. Yeah. This yeah. shit right now, y'all just, I saw somebody, oh, this was real fucking dumb. I was actually so pissed off, but you know, once you're invested, you got to just see it to the end. Mm. So someone got a cake made, like a sheet cake. And so the parents and like a few of their friends got wine glasses and they had to dip a chunk in it until they found out what the gender was. Like a piece of the cake on the inside was going to be the color. Yeah. Do you know they went through that whole goddamn cake to the last corner and found out it was a boy? That is so stupid to me. I just... Now they're like trying to just one-up each other, one-up each other. Just goddamn. To me, my theory is unless you're having a crocodile a hippopotamus, a chimpanzee, it is really not that much of a surprise. It is only a boy or a girl. That's it. That's it. That's my spiel. Now, okay, this is something that is really getting on my nerves. And this is because of jealous bitches. This is complete, utter jealousy. So you guys know Emily from the Real Housewives of OC, who is notably one of the... Uh, she's not a size two housewife like... The rest of them are, which I love that because it's more relatable. Now, she was far from fat or anything like that. I don't even think she was probably a size 10. But we're so used to seeing these teeny tiny housewives that seeing her was like, oh, wow, this is a breath of fresh air. Now, homegirl said, ripping out the plastic, I've been at the brand new and posted a new photo of herself. And she is quite smaller. So here come the fucking jealous ass hyenas with their inverted fucking dicks. Oh, it's Ozempic. Oh, she must be on that Ozempic. That's cheating. You're on Ozempic. Bitch, how the fuck is your, is your any of your business what she did to lose weight? I don't think people have the right to do that. Right. Because she could have been on crack 
and she lost the weight that way. What is what does that take away from the fact that she lost weight because she used something to help her get there? It shouldn't. I mean, to be fair, everyone uses something. So, exactly. Whether it's diet or exercise. Thank you. Or cancer, whatever. Everybody this uses something to lose cancer. weight. Wow. <laughs> now we're about to have the fucking cancer society in our DMs. Well, not for long. Well, oh, <laughs> man, you went way too. So I'm going to say this. Do not send a message to the Libra Lounge or Keisha. He has his own personal. It is Clock Tower TX on Instagram. Y'all can send him the messages because I did not say anything, period, point blank. I'm almost offended. Almost. almost. Not quite. Yeah. So only these whores. <laughs> now, this really bothered me, okay, because... No matter what you use to help you lose weight, it weight it still takes work. There is no easy period. This is coming from a person who has had two weight loss surgeries and failed miserably at both of them. Okay, one of them I gained a fucking hundred pounds after I got it. All right, the next one I gained, I only lost thirty pounds. I'm at the point now that the insurance like, look, bitch, if you want another revision, you're going to have to prove a few things to us and you're going to have to pay this time. Okay. Now I will say once I started having all these GI issues, it's like it kickstarted that last weight loss, but however, it still takes, you can eat over anything, absolutely anything, whether it's, what are all the things? Ozempic, Sima, I, it's something with an S E. Oh, There's yeah. Mujara, it was a Mujaro. I don't know the name. There's a couple of other things. There's weight loss surgeries. There's Fentramine. There's so many, there, there's so many things, but you still can gain weight from them. Yeah. They're all just tools. Yes. You like use them well or you don't. Yeah. Working out with a trainer. Is that cheating? Because you were able to afford a trainer. No, it shouldn't. No. It's not cheating. It's but people tools. will say, oh, well, she got a fun trainer. Like. Yeah, I, I, you're you're you got it totally right on this. It's you know somebody loses weight, everybody gets pissed off. I don't know why. It's right. a good thing to be healthy. It's not a bad yeah, thing. there's a difference between saying, "Wow, you look great." What did you do? You know what right. I mean? And the person could say, "Hey, I walk every day. That's how I lost weight." Or they could say, "I use whatever weight loss thing that is the newest thing." Here's that helped me lose yeah. weight. Here's what I did that worked for me. Well, it worked for me because it doesn't work for everyone. Nope. But I think it is completely coming from Haterville to just throw. So she she did come out, and this is what she said. She said she's always worked out. But sometimes you, like in the case right now, I've got really flabby arms from losing weight. But in her case, she got lipo in her arms mm -hmm. and all the, you know, she works out a lot. So you can actually see the progress because it wasn't layered by extra skin. And she's like, damn, I really do have guns. But you couldn't see them as much until she got, you know, the flab taken away. So she was like, look, I did use Ozempic for a very short period of time, which I've heard a lot of people do. You use it to get you to where you want to be and then you're done. And she said, I also did get lipo. And here I am. Great. Yeah. But I don't even think she should have had to have say that. She shouldn't have to. I mean, nobody should have to defend anything how they got healthy. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, if you're, you know, no, if you're an athlete and you start winning because you took steroids, well, yeah. maybe you should say something. But 
if you just got healthy, yeah, you you, you don't got have healthy. To explain that should be anybody. praise that someone is be. living a healthier lifestyle. But see, I feel like these was a bunch of bitches at the Chinese buffet on their fifth plate, typing them there. Ah, oh, she chain and oh, she's got the Ozempic look. What the fuck is an Ozempic look? Skinny? Like what? That I just I was so annoyed. It really just disturbed me as a person who has struggled with my weight all my life. I, I just, I don't like that they did that. It's rude. It is just rude. It is hatering. Is that Mary. a word? I didn't yeah. make that. It's haterish. haterish. Yeah, it's haterish. Yeah. Like, to do that, instead of congratulating. And, it, and it's all women. It is all women. There's no men saying anything about it. Just be happy for her. Yeah. Now, I will say this. Some people did congratulate her, but they did say, well, dang. We don't have that representation on the Housewives franchise like we once had. Right. Which I get that. I get that. Because you, when you watch shows, you want someone who is relatable, who's someone you feel like. I like, for example, when they all went to a sauna, this bitch pulled out a turkey club from Subway. I can relate to that because that's some shit that I would do. So I understand that, but at the same time, they did congratulate her. I just feel like the rest of these bitches don't have good insurance. <laughs> <laughs> and they just cannot get it done. All right, when we get back from this break, we're going to talk about the latest in celebrity deaths. We're going to talk about Madonna, who almost died, and a little bit about Mama June. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. I want to remind you guys to follow us on Instagram. We know how many of you guys listen to the show, but when we look at our Instagram followers, it doesn't quite match up. So, hey, and if you're enjoying the show, go to iTunes and give us a five-star review and tell a friend about us. Don't forget, what is it? Is it do you subscribe? Do to, what? To iTunes? Like the show? Yeah. yeah, you subscribe. So that's not only on just YouTube? Uh, no, it's also on podcast. Okay, let me go back and sound way more professional. <clears throat> Make sure you're following us on Instagram and give us a like on Facebook. Also, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and make sure to tell all your friends to tune into the show if you're enjoying it. And subscribe. And support us on Patreon. And brand new, oh coming gosh. this week, Keisha is on Cameo. So as soon as I get the link, I will post it up and you can have her send messages to your friends. You can have her bitch out your enemies. You can have her throw shade at anyone you want to. Uh, Cameo.com and the Libra Lounge. Yeah, we've had a lot of conversations about this Cameo because I don't think anyone's going to do it. <laughs> I think they will. That would be like surreal if someone did pay me to do a Cameo. They're going to. Because I know how I felt when a friend got a Cameo with Giselle Annette Bryant for my birthday and I literally have never screamed so loud in my life. I was so super excited. True. Yes, it was one of the best moments of my life. To hear her say my name. And to say the Queen of Galveston County. Was she that said I was like the Queen of Galveston County. Now, Which is, you know. That's, I mean, that's not <laughs> the best compliment, but she don't really know that. But uh, I will take the Queen title. I will take Queen of the Hood. You know, as long as I have that Queen title. So, sadly, we got some news a couple of days ago. If you are a fan of Thousand Pound Sisters, like you know we are, we got news that Tammy's husband, Caleb, passed away at the age of 40. I was, you know how you're kind of shocked but not shocked? 
Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you remember, he and Tammy were going through a divorce because she said that he wasn't doing all of the things he needed to do to lose weight and be able to move to a facility closer to her. So they were going through a divorce. Now, I don't want this to sound bad. Even if it sounds bad, it's not going to sound as bad as when James was talking about cancer people. That was just wrong. That was just, that was the deepest, that was jet black dark right there. Okay. <laughs> so when TMZ announced that Caleb had passed, it said a cause of death has not yet been revealed. I'm no medical expert. You're no autopsy. Uh, no, 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 no. But I'm willing to bet we can figure out why he died. Be it wasn't a skydiving accident. It wasn't that. No, he surpassed the weight limit for that. I'm going to say we can just pick. Okay, we're going to do multiple choice. Okay. We're going to wind up circling all of the multiple choices because I think it's a combo <laughs> of all of them. Eat all of the above. Being extremely overweight. Yep. Maybe heart issues. Oh, yeah. Maybe a little bit of diabetes. Touch. Lympho, what is it? Lymphedoma, lymphedema, high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. What else? Ooh. Probably couldn't breathe too well. He was on a ventilator. Yeah, I'm thinking it's one of those things, or all of here, all of them attributed to being extremely obese. Yes. Okay. Now, Tammy, 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 who'd already been rumored to be dating another black guy because you know she loves the dark meat just it like sure i love the white meat yay so she went on to uh what was it TikTok, mm -hmm. and she made a video she's crying and she's just thanking people for their support and you know she isn't shocked you know she's saying you know he made her he showed her true love just not quite enough to lose that weight he needed to lose. But he did show her true love, okay? And she will forever love him. She knows that that is her guardian angel. You know, she was like, that was my angel here on earth. Now I know he's up there watching me. But she did something that I didn't like. I, 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 I didn't like. And if you follow Tammy on social media, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. This scallywag had the audacity when she posted this video to wear her wedding ring. She ain't had that wedding ring on since the last episode of Thousand Pound Sisters from this season was on. Mm. But now she put a... See, I don't like stuff like that. To me, that is fake. Yep. Like, that is really, really fake. Yes, I, my heart goes out to her. I know she's hurt. I can tell by the way that she's crying that she was hurt. But Tammy has also lost a few more teeth, I noticed, in that mm. video. First it was the top row, now it's going down to the body, uh, the bottom row. I'm not sure why she hasn't gotten a deal to get veneers, but somebody help her out. But I didn't, that made me feel some kind of way. Tammy pisses me off in so many ways already. Like She does. So she divorced him for not following the rules or not doing what he needed to do. Yeah. How many seasons have we watched her treat her family mm -hmm. like shit mm -hmm. because they're holding her accountable mm -hmm. for not doing shit correctly. It was about 15 seasons. About 15. And, yeah. and she divorces a guy who was her true love yeah. because he's not doing what he's supposed to do. This fucking have it cake and eat it too, mm -hmm. bitch, just angers me. All yeah. the shit she put her family through yeah. 
and she divorces the guy who loves her, obviously. Yeah. Because he wouldn't do for a couple of months. She should have been the most sympathetic to him. Yes. And should have been her encouragement. But Tammy is, if she's not anything, she is fucking selfish and balding. Oh, yes. Yeah, she's doing both of them. I, that bothered me a lot when she did that. I can understand her frustration because, you know, they're newlyweds. She wants to start her life with him, this, this, that, and the other. And I can say from watching this past season, she was really happy. They looked really happy. It seemed like it. Yeah. But she understands the struggle. I mean, not just the struggle. We watched her struggle to get, we watched two of her family members get the weight loss surgery before her. Okay. We have watched her sabotage every diet that she was on. We have seen her become an alcoholic. We have seen her, we have seen the things that she ate. And then we watched her be a fucking cunt yep. while doing all of it and faulting. Remember that one episode where she told them they should be a little bit grateful yeah. that they're not having to clean me up. I can still clean myself up. I can, I can wipe myself. They need to be a little bit grateful that I'm not bed bound. And what, what? That's in your head makes you even think that because that's just how fucking self-centered she is. It, it really is. It's a, if you're trying to hold it against your family or, uh-huh. or saying you guys should be grateful that I'm not just a fucking invalid, right? That is a weird level of self-centered delusion. And I think with, I, you know how Tammy is. I, I, if I had to bet money, she treated him a little bit bad because he wasn't doing things within her time frame. Oh, sure. And her time frame. And her time frame. Yeah. So that adds to depression and someone who has a food addiction, what are they going to do? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, if uh, this you know poor guy sitting there struggling with weight, I'm sure like most everybody, right. there's some trauma that right. they're going through. What about your new wife? Because you're, because he's a great big fat dude. So him falling in love with someone mm-hmm. who actually loved him to marry him, that's a really big thing. That's a really big, big thing. thing. That's e- a huge e- thing. Even if it was Sammy. Yeah. The bottom of the I mean, it, it's But that's a, you know, finding love when mm-hmm. you may have thought you never could. Right. That's a big thing. And for her just to treat it so flippantly. And quickly she and, she did this. You know, Very quickly. Who knows? He he may have just said, fuck it, took his ventilator off. Who, who knows what happened? So, saying, you know. You know when she was recording the video, she's like, I'm not going to go into details about it. So you may be on to something. I'm he may have just. He may have, she may have depressed him. And pushed him to the and edge. pushed him to the edge. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I mean. Poor Caleb. I liked him. I mean, usually, here's the thing. People, usually when there's a, something like that, usually someone will say they died of X, Y, Z. No, people are very funny about that. Really? People act like it is very offensive I mean, to ask why a person passed away. Like, yeah. I was, so I want to say Robert De Niro's grandson just passed away. And so, this is so stupid. It's released, but then privacy is asked for. Then don't say anything about it. Right. Yeah. And then someone goes, oh my God, she's in my prayers. I wonder what happened. And people just like jumped on that person. To me, it is a very logical question to ask how someone passed away, it, especially someone who, who, is, who is or their family is in the spotlight. Well, and someone who's not old enough to where you kind of expect, right? you know, something reasonable happens. I just have never... I mean, if I die and somebody asks me how I died, I'm not going to take offense to that. 
You know what I mean? I just, but people really get in their feelings about it. They really do. Like when someone on Facebook, you know, says, uh, whoever, whoever got their wings yesterday. Yeah. I want to know how I they mean, got them. What happened? Like, yeah, the story. Because, because everyone's thinking it. It's not a nosy thing. It's just no, like, it's just, oh, my gosh, oh my God, like, what happened? what happened? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. someone gets in a car accident. It's like, oh, my God, what happened? Yeah, what happened? You know what I mean? Someone lost weight from using Ozempic. Oh, my God, what happened? You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, to me, it's not a rude thing. I, it, not, it may be a sensitive thing. You know, if someone were murdered, yeah. it may be. Or if somebody did kill themselves. Yeah, but yeah. it is not. It shouldn't be just a taboo be. thing you can't ask about. But it's taboo. I mean, mm. you subject to lose friends for asking that question. True. So I was on TMZ. I get TMZ notifications, and I look on my phone, and it says Madonna found unresponsive. Ooh. So what do you think when someone says that about a person who is damn near seventy? I think Anna Nicole Smith. I, I think, think, oh my gosh, they found Madonna unresponsive. She's dead. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Which wasn't the case. Right. Now, they did find her unresponsive, but I hate, this is how these magazines and these blogs and celebrity gossip sites, they just lure you in. I damn near had a fucking heart attack when I saw that. <laughs> so Madonna was rushed to the hospital because she was found unresponsive due to a serious bacterial infection, okay? So they said that she had been running a fever for like a whole month. Ooh. I don't, like, okay, I have lupus, so it's nothing for me to get like a fever. I get it, take Tylenol, lay in a bed, next day I don't have it, two days later I might have it. I, I can get a fever at any given time. So sure. that's not a big deal for us over here. But for someone... To especially someone of her age, Madonna is like our parents' age, yeah. And our parents are 66, so she may be maybe 64, 65. If I had a real good producer, they would have looked that up already, but you know, I don't. So, for a person that age to run a fever consistently for a whole month, why didn't someone make her go to the hospital? Well, I mean, for anybody. That has a fever for a month. I mean, even that's like, something's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like even with you, like if you have something that lasts more than a week, yeah, we start getting concerned. Yeah, like that is abnormal to run a fever for a whole month. To me, that is like this person is dying. Yeah. I, so it, it may have been that she would not go because you know people they get in their sixties like our parents get real honorary and you can't tell them nothing. Yep. Period. Point blank. Now she's getting ready for this new tour. I can't remember the name of the tour, but of course now it has been postponed. They don't know. Vision may not be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I just found that. But how do you tell Madonna, no, you do have to go do this? Well, it's the Michael Jackson effect. Right? Yeah. How do you tell him no? How do you tell him no? They're, they're powerful. They're, it is that celebrity complex where I am holier than thou. I, no one can touch me. Nothing can be wrong with me. I'm not, I don't need a doctor, but I'm, you're fucking Madonna. You can have the doctor come to you. You exactly. don't have to sit in the waiting room, listen to people cough. You ain't got to wear no mask. You have the person come to you. Yeah. I just think that is odd as hell to me. Well, she's 64. Oh, like I said, um, 64, 65. Yeah. So, and, and one of the stories is them talking about, she may have burned herself out trying to compete with some of these younger stars like Taylor Swift and Pink, you know, with, Madonna, with, you know, Madonna. 
They are in their prime, just like you once were in your prime. Janet Jackson just came off a tour, and she said, y'all going to get the 55-year-old Janet Jackson if y'all expecting that pleasure principle, mm. if stuff. That's just, I'm going to do the routine, but it ain't going to be the full, God, full goddamn routine. That is perfectly fine. Like, you should not judge someone who is going on tour 30 years after their prompt. You're just happy to fucking that they're alive for you to see them performing live if you didn't see them once upon a time. You cannot compete against people in their 20s. No. Or like early 40s and pinks. Why would she be trying to compete? People are going to, it's going to sell out because you are legendary. You are Madonna. Y'all. So, believe it or not. I don't have that much shit to talk about the last episode of Mama June. It was actually a pretty good episode. I'm shocked. I was kind of like, are these the same trash boxes that we normally see? Like, what happened? But they got that little touch from Dr. Ish and got some right. Now, I'm sure by next week, they'll be back fussing, fighting, and eating buckets of chicken and buckets of candy and shit like that. <laughs> But that didn't happen this week. And I'm not quite sure if I'm happy or highly disappointed about it. <laughs> now, we did find out some tea. We found out a few things about June's past that we did not know about. So Dr. Ish has told the girls, the girls being Alana, Pumpkin, and Jessica, who I don't know if Mama June likes Jessica that much. I just never really get the vibe that, like, is that really her daughter? I just, I don't know. I don't get it. So Dr. Ish has invited them to a therapy retreat for a weekend. But he has Dodo, Mama June's sister, come there first to get just a little bit of history. And it was kind of sad. So Dodo was actually pumpkin when they were younger. Um, she had to take care of June. And because their mom was whorish, just like June, Always have it has to have a dude. So if she breaks up with one guy, she got to go find another dick. Soon as that dick is gone or that dick leaves her, she has to go find another dick, putting all the dicks before her kids, including a little bitty Mama June, who Dodo described as she was just, she was Alana. She was Honey Boo Boo herself when she was little. And mind you, we know her mom was a shitty mom because, you know, June has severe glaucoma. That if she had gotten it taken, she's had it since she was smaller. If she had gotten it taken care of, she'd be able to see her lies right now because she'd be able to see. But her mom was a shitty mom. And did, how do you, I don't, I, I don't, don't get it. I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't know. Anyway, we found out that Dodo actually had custody at Mama June at some point, just like Pumpkin has custody of Alana. Wow. We did not know that. So I don't think that June actually knew that. Now, how June going to walk in and act like she was pissed off that she saw Dodo? She just, it's maybe June. she really didn't see her. Sometimes we have to really think about, it. did the bitch really see? But <laughs> she was like, well, I am now in here. And so it was kind of sad because Dodo would describe how her mom would bring home these men. And she would constantly either have to go check on June or take June into her room because I'm sure she was afraid that one of these guys, I mean, you're bringing home random guys, right. guy after guy after guy. And that's a very dangerous thing to do when you have kids, especially a little girl. Well, I think I heard it mentioned that June was molest uh, molested. I 
wouldn't I haven't heard that, but oh. I feel like there was some sexual abuse. Yeah. I we know for a fact that there was sexual abuse with her girls. Yes. Her oldest girl. Yeah. Remember, because the guy yeah. went to prison and then Mama June yeah, was, started okay. dating him when he good. got out. Which that lets you know Mama June needs to drop the mama from her name right there. Yeah. Because she's not anywhere near the epitome. She's like the fun, dangerous mom. <laughs> not the, I'm going to take care of you and sit with you through the night because you got a stomach bug kind of mom. Probably because she couldn't see the fucking bucket to tell the kid to throw up into the bucket. But I'm going to leave her and her eyes alone. So, you know, Dodo had to remind her of these things because June was so young and she just kind of blocked it out. But June, I don't know. June's got some mental shit going on that she needs to get help for. Um, So we found that out. The girls show up. Dodo leaves. And they finally, Dr. Ish makes them tell each other. And he uses an apple drop as the example, which I thought I was like, that's real dumb and a real waste of an apple. But after they did the assignment, it made perfect sense. So he would ask them a question, has someone made you feel this way if they have dropped the apple on the table? Okay. So they all do that. And it doesn't look like anything's wrong with the apple until he cuts open the apple and you can see where the brown spots are. He was like, you guys have perfected making things looking good on the outside, but this is really what's going on on the inside. Um, but the thing about June, she always, she never fails to piss me off. Every time you think, okay, she get it. She gets it. She would add a but to it. But this, but that. And the girls were straight up with her. And I'm glad they finally said it. You didn't just leave us because you were addicted to drugs. You also picked men over us, which is very, and then she always, I mean, if you're going to pick a man over your kid, it needs to be like a Brad Pitt kind of man. Not trailer park Trey. Not you know Gino what I mean? Or, not a Gino or a Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear. I mean, Justin seems like he's got sense. But if you listen to like him on live, he seems just as fucking dumb <laughs> as all of them. Maybe someone wrote a script for him for the show. And that's just what he's following. <laughs> so he sounds really smart because he sounds dumb as fuck on TikTok lives. So the girls get to express it. They cry. They hug. They use a bat to beat on a damn kickboxing thing. and. Get it all out. And it was a very lackluster. It, I shouldn't say that. It's lackluster in, in comparison to the hooping and the hollering and the screaming and the eating that we used to seeing them do. You it's know, not as much fun watching them try to fix stuff. No, that's not up. really why we watch the show, y'all. We yeah. watch the show for fucked up shit to make us feel better about ourselves. Exactly. Not this. So the girls were very honest. And even Dr. Ish brought it up. Are you doing all of this so they show up to your wedding? And I gotta be honest, I think a large majority of it does have to do with them being at her wedding. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I do. Because it's June. It's June. But I feel like the oldest daughter, Chickadee, or whatever, that's her nickname. I can't remember her. Anna, she's, I think she's dying of cancer. She's got like stage four Oof. of a very rare cancer. I think that has brought them all together because June is helping take care of her and her kids. Yeah. But isn't it fucked up that it took something like that yeah, to bring them back closer? Yeah. I don't know. So since we've had this somber uh, <laughs> little segment, I've got great news. I'm about to I'm about to interview Deborah Williams, who was a friend of on last season of Real Housewives of Potomac. Stay tuned. The 
Welcome back to the Libra Lunch with Keisha. I am so excited about my guest today. From the very <laughs> first moment that I saw her on my screen, I was like, who is this girl? Like, well, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. Today I have for you guys, Deborah Williams from the Real Housewives of Potomac. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. I Look, my stomach has been messed up and bubbling all day oh, because no. I've been so nervous about interviewing you. I'm so excited. <laughs> Don't be. It's going to be a, it's going to be a good time. Thank you for having me. No problem. So how about you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I'm a mother of two. My daughter, Truth, she's three. She'll be four in August. And then I also have a son who's one and will be two. And his birthday is also in August. He'll be um, two years old. Um, okay. I love to cook. I love to dance. I just like to explore and just like take life by the horns and just do anything that's coming at me. Awesome. So what are your two kids' names? Because they have some really cool names. They do. Yes. My daughter, her name is Truth. So we mm -hmm. act, my husband and I, we actually picked her name before she was even conceived. You know, when oh, you wow. get together with someone and, you know, you have all the talks about, you know, do you want to get married? Do you want children? Names and everything. Right. And my husband is actually the one that thought of her name. So I said, okay. oh my gosh, I said, well, what made you think of that? He's like, you know, it's very different. It's unique. I never met a truth. I, and I told him, I was like, well, I've, I've never met anyone named Truth either. <laughs> right. Yeah. And yeah. then when we had her and then one of the cards, Dashians, um, her daughter's name is True. So a lot of people thought yes. we got that name like from her. And I'm like, no, no, it's actually truth, like you know, telling the truth and true um for short. And then also um our son Hero, my husband thought of that name, and it was originally gonna be um Hiro H um I with a hyphen R-O for Japanese, but okay. I opted out of that because I said, what if some people can't pronounce it? And you know, then he's mm -hmm. gonna be that kid, you know, getting like teeth. So I said, let me just, let's just straight, just do the H-E-R-O. So that's where um, his name um, came from. So yeah, we like a lot of very unique, um, different stuff. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's kind of how, how I am. I have a Skylar, but we, oh, um, we spell like it that. differently. But trying to pick your kid's name is like, one of the most important things you will do in life. And if you screw it up, you screw it up big time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm like, I don't know what they want to be when they grow up. Like, right. You know, it could be anything like, oh, okay. Now introducing pillow blanket. Like, like, what? <laughs> like, like are you going to get hired that name? I'm like, oh my God. Yes. So you're here, so I'm right. Like, right. And so the names that they have, it gets people talking. It's very interesting, but it's still yes. like not to the point where it's like, oh no, we don't even want to meet them, you know? So we definitely have to take yes. that into consideration as well. So you mentioned a Japanese spelling of it. Now, are you, right. do you have Asian in you? Because when I first saw you, I was like, mm -hmm. uh, I see some Asian features in her, but I wasn't exactly <laughs> sure. Yes. My mother, she's actually Filipino um, and Chinese okay. and Spanish. Um, but okay. predominantly just Filipino. So I just say like half, half black and, um, and, um, and Asian and my father, he's African-American has a little bit Irish in him, like a whole big rainbow, um, collectively, but yes, um, Filipino, yes. um, on my side. Yes, for sure. Okay. So I was actually so born in the Okay, so you're out uh -huh. here representing for the Blasians. Right. I have yeah. to, you know, I can't <laughs> I can't rep one culture without the other one. I gotta, you know, shout yes. out everything that I am. I'm like one 
one of my nationalities doesn't cancel out the other one, you know? I agree. I agree hundred percent. Now, how did you and Ashley meet? So we met back in, what are we at? 2023 now. Yes. So in 20, right? Well, it was still COVID, but everything was starting to get lifted. Things were starting to open back up. Um, mm -hmm. So at the time, my daughter, when, what was she? When she was around, right before she turned six months, um, she started going to a, a gym class. And then COVID okay. hit, so we stopped. So we haven't taken her back to gym class. And then mm. when everything started to open up the back, open back up, uh, that time she was maybe, I think like a little over, a little over a year. So we signed her up for a gym class and that's where I met Ashley and her son Dean at the time. And um, she was, she was pregnant with, with Dylan. Yeah, so okay. we met there and then we, started off doing, um, you know, mommy play dates. And I'm the mm -hmm. type of person where I love a group camaraderie of everyone. And our gym right. class, it was really small. There was only maybe like six or like seven moms. So I would organize like group play dates with people or like solo play dates. And then our um, relationship grew, you know, just like mommy friends to us hanging out one-on-one -on -one and really getting to know each other and dig deep and finding out a lot of similarities that we have. So that's how we met. Our babies brought us together. So had you seen the show when you met Ashley? Were you like, that girl looks familiar? Where do I know her from? <laughs> yeah, so I have watched the show. Um, I first seen the Jersey one because I grew up in Jersey. So when okay. that show came out, I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. You know, Jersey Girl. And then I moved to Virginia in um, 2014. And mm. I don't remember what year the, the Potom Potomac just started, but I do remember watching it, like hearing like one, a franchise from over here. So I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm new to the area. Let me see like what's going on. What do these girls, you know, have to bring? So right. I do, so I have seen it. Now, when I saw her, you know, everyone was still wearing masks, right? And right. she had like, her mask right. on. Yeah, so you know, you you look at someone and you're kind of like, oh, that person looks familiar, but like, where are they? Yes. Where? From where? Yeah. And then right. I saw her son running, and I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So, um, so I never like I never brought the show up to her. Like I've the only time like we ever honestly talked about the show is whenever she would like bring it up. Because me, okay. I like to get to know people based off of reality and perception. You know, I see people right. all the time that are in the limelight. I have a lot of friends and family that are in, in the industry, but I just, I like to get to know people for them, you know, especially yes. when it comes to reality TV, because a person can be portrayed this way. And then when you get to know them, you're like, what? Like, I had no exactly. idea. So I like to give everyone a chance. Yeah. I'm sure she greatly appreciated that too. Oh, yeah, because eventually, like, as our relationship, like, evolved, you know, we would talk about stuff, and I would ask her, like, you know, how do you um, <clears throat> navigate, you know, like, true friendship, and she says, you know, it is hard sometimes to know if someone's, like, truly, you know, your friend, like, are they your friends yes. for you, or are they your friends for this and that, so I totally, totally get that 100% for sure. So had you done any television before the Real Housewives of Potomac? <laughs> So, oh my God, this is, when I tell people, I haven't really told a lot of people this, but when I do tell people, they're like, so like shocked. So uh, way back my early twenties, mm -hmm. there was a show called the Bad Girls Club. 
No, you were not. I don't believe you. No. Now keep in mind, early 20s versus, you know, now in my 30s, married with kids, I'm a completely evolved person, right? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What season? Because now I have to go, I, I'm still having a hard time believing that you were on the Bad Girls Club. No, no, no. I, wa I was testing for it like flew out they flew me out to LA do the green screen and everything now I opted out before like walking into the house because when I did more research on the show and I saw how much physical violence yes. and fighting I was mm -hmm. like oh my god like I'm not trying to scratch up my face like no there's no right. way no 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 I cannot do this and then it made Right, because I'm thinking, okay, it's a, like I knew the show a little bit, but I didn't watch it like as much. So, mm -hmm. and then, um, and then real world, that was something else I was thinking about doing, but Love I didn't it. go as, yeah, I didn't go as far as real world as I did with Bad Girls because they had the same production team. So I was a mm -hmm. little bit iffy. I'm like, ooh, if the production team on Bad Girls Club will let the girls literally pound on each other, like, how do I right. know that's not going to happen? So, Yes, I took a break, <laughs> break from that. So that is so funny. So that was like Deborah, a little... I, could... <laughs> I don't know if I can see you on there. Like, no, I was never... <laughs> no. no, I could not. Oh my God, that was just so crazy. And then I think about like, what if I definitely went all the way and did it? Like, who knows what would happen? Like, I have no idea. It just, it wasn't meant for me. And I was like, I, there's no way. And they were like, yeah, you know, We'll give you this. We'll do this and this. I'm like, uh, -uh but y'all ain't gonna move some away from trying to pound on me. No, no, mm -mm. thank you. This is this and, is not the right thing. Mm -mm. And they have evolved to Baddies West, Baddies South. I mean, and I, it's wrong. I dodged the bullet. I dodged the bullet. Yeah. You did because I mean, you can bleat the wrong way, and someone just knocks the shit out of you on those shows. Exactly. So. Trying to walk around missing teeth? No. No, right, Kershawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's so pretty, by the way. I, I like. I think she's so pretty. I've never met her before, but she's. I think she's really pretty. I like her. She yeah, really exactly. is. <laughs> so, what was the process like for you becoming a friend of on the show? Uh, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Oh. Sorry, I'm drinking tea and it went down the wrong. Uh-oh, the wrong pipe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Woo, okay. So. <clears throat> Sorry, give me a moment. Deborah, I need to come over there and do the homework. <laughs> Woo, I'm back. Okay, I'm alive. Sorry. You okay? <laughs> No, 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 no. Trust me. It has happened to me multiple times. Ooh, I oh will goodness. start sneezing, trying to drink uh -huh. stuff, burping, all of that. So you're, you're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah. It has happened on my show and my husband's like, I have to edit that out. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta take what you can get, what you gotta do. Exactly. Um, okay. Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. So what was the question? So what was the process of you becoming part of the show, a friend of the show? Oh, yes. So Ashley asked me um, to do the show and my initial okay. response was, how much of your business do they want to know? Like how much she was right. like, Ev everything. And I, you know, and then in my head, I'm taking into consideration my family, my husband, um, mm -hmm. his work, 
what reality can do, like the pros and the cons. And, you know, she mm. gave me like a lot of advice. So, she, so ultimately, I decided to just go, like literally just go to the one event, which was Karen's event. And, okay. and see, you know, get like a feel of it. How are things going to go? And then decide later on, like how much if I want to um, progress into it. So after her event, um, I was getting calls from production and messages from Ashley from for doing another scene and another scene and another scene. So it kind of snowballed into me go like like you know what I mean. Like I was just gonna right. just like pop up, but then they wanted like to add more of me. And also by the time when Ashley asked me, um, all the casting like everything was done and and complete. Like they were they already had all the girls. They knew who their friends were gonna be and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So. And then she told me, she said, well, do you want to wait maybe the following season? Do you want to try? And I said, well, I don't mind, you know, let me get, I'll just get my feet wet a little bit just to like feel how everything's going. I'm not going to get tied down like 100% committed without knowing mm -hmm. exactly what I'm getting into. And I definitely right. had to talk to my um, husband a lot because he was the most apprehensive um, about it. And I get it. So I understand. So that's how I was added into the mix. Now, you said you were kind of, you know, nervous about doing that because you mm -hmm. never know how people will perceive you when you're mm -hmm. on TV. So were mm -hmm. you nervous about what the perception of you would be? Um, perception of me? No, honestly, I wasn't because I know I'm a very authentic myself type of person. I'm very direct. Um, I say what's on what's on my mind, um, but still trying to have compassion at the same time, you know, but right, I did, right. I was, I was, but honestly, I was going a little bit back and forth just about what production can do, because I know they can edit some things and yes. you could be, you know, the, the perfect angel, but they could still make you look like the biggest vil villain when you're really not. Yes, they can. That, yes. Mm hmm. Now, had you met any of the other girls before filming? Before filming? No. Karen's event was the first time I literally met all of them. Well, okay. I just assumed yes. maybe y'all had yet gone to lunch with a few of the mm -mm. girls. Nope. <laughs> so you were like bum rush. Like, okay, yes. you are in it when you went to that event. So yes. how are you received by the cast? Like who was the most welcoming? Who was kind of standoffish? I'm, I'm sure if I had to sit here and answer it myself. <laughs> you might be able to pick, you might. You yes, most definitely. Right? Yes, but I want you to tell us how it really went down with how you were received. Yes, so I mean, of course, Ashley, you know, that, that that's my ace, like she's always the best. So aside from her, Karen was very, very welcoming to me, very gracious, very nice, mm -hmm. very motherly, I would say, like kind of like a, a mother hen vibe she gave me. She okay. was extremely nice. She talked to me one-on-one, um, -on -one, you know, thanking me to come coming out to her event. And she didn't have to do that because, you know, there's a lot of things going on. And she yes. went around everyone and was, you know, genuinely thanking everyone for, for being there. So I really liked and appreciated that. Um, Giselle, she was very nice to me. Um, mm. Robin as well. Um, who else? Even Mia. Mia was nice to me. The first time like we talked, like she like grabbed my hand and like we're like holding hands and she's talking about like oh. what type of drink she was gonna get. So I was like, like I'm genuine, I, like I'm a friend, very friendly person, but I was just like, oh, mm. grab my hand. I'm like, oh <laughs> so, so she was nice uh, initially, initially, Mia was nice. Okay. Um, 
And now I will say, okay, so as far as standoffish, can we mm -hmm. do standoffish and rude? Can we, can we mix yeah, those words yes, together? <laughs> yes, we can. Please mix them all the way up. Yes, okay. I want to know. So um, Ashley introduced me to Wendy. Mm -hmm. And you know, I did a big smile. I'm like, hi, I'm Deborah. She did a little, okay. like a little finger, like, you know, you raise your hand, like a little, like, a, like two finger wave, like one of those things. Like, okay. I don't know how to describe, like, do you know what I mean though? Like, yeah, it's rude. <laughs> right. Yeah. She did yeah. that and, and gave me an up and down look at the same time. So I was oh. like, I was like, oh my God. And then that was, and she didn't talk to me for the rest of the party. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe she's having a bad day. I don't know. I don't know what is going on. Cause I was really, really nice to her when I was introducing myself mm -hmm. and um, with who's okay. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. so Kansas, right? Mm -hmm. Now this, so this was not shown on the episode, but okay. when Candace and I first met, which was at Karen's party, um, Ashley and I, we were getting ready to take a shot. So we were near the bar and Candace walks over to my left side and Ashley's on my right. So I'm in the middle. So we both mm. have a shot in our hand. Actually, I think okay. I had did I two. I don't know if I had two or one. I don't know. At that time, I don't even know how many shots I had. Maybe, maybe I had one or two. I don't know. But either mm. way. So, so she comes over and Ashley's like, hey, Candace, did you meet my friend Deborah? And then so she mm. looks over to me. She said, whose friend are you? And I said, I'm Ashley's <laughs> friend. I'm like, my, my name is Deborah. So I said, we're about to take a shot. Do you want to take a shot? And as mm. soon as I said, do you want to take a shot? So I had a shot in one hand and the lime in the other one. So okay. I put my hands up. Like when I speak, I speak with my hands um, a lot. Uh -huh. So when I said, do you want to take a shot? Some of the lime juice went in her face, right? <gasps> now, oh. I, did not, I, didn't <laughs> I didn't intend for that to happen like at all. It was just like, hey, you know, I want to come take a shot. And then as soon. I swear to goodness, as soon as it went in her eye, she turned, right? Turned away from uh -huh. me, looked straight into the camera, yelled on top of her lung, Deborah, Ashley's friend just tried to kill me. And no, what? I swear to God, right? So I was, I was like, in my mind, I'm like, what in the hell? Like, where am I? <laughs> going on so actually like what is wrong with this girl so as yes. soon as she said that she cut right back to where i am and just continued talking like nothing ever happened and i said oh okay we have a little actress on our hands we have a little actress. Wow. right so so when that so when she turned back to me and i asked her i said oh my god are you okay like did it get in your eye she said no mm -hmm. it didn't and i'm like what in the world? So and then I was like, okay, so do you want to take this shot? And I don't even remember if she took the shot or not. And then she walked off and I asked Ashley, I said, is that how she is? She said, yep, pretty much. And I'm like, wow, that was crazy to me. So yes, that was, that was over my, the top. It was really extra and it wasn't, it wasn't genuine because I thought the lime juice went in her eye and I've had lime juice in my <laughs> eye and I know that burns. It burns. Yeah. Right. But she was so. just faking. Yeah, she was. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let me, let me, I got to tell you something. So, mm -hmm. you know, C Candace has me blocked on Why? Instagram. Okay. So I don't even <laughs> know happened? how she saw this, but I wasn't lying. Okay. I said she looked like, I said she looked like a munchie with a dry wig on. 
And Tamisha, Wait, not, yes. not a moisturized wig, a dry wig. <laughs> no, a munchie chee. And you're you're younger than me because I'm 43. Munchie chees <laughs> were these little bitty like monkey like toys from the 80s. And to me, that is what she looks like. But I didn't think it was that serious enough to block me. But girl, right. she blocked me all the way. But that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> oh my God. Mm -mm. So I predicted right who the standoffish girls were going to be. But let me ask you something that continuously comes up. Okay. Colorism keeps coming up it, about yes. the show. Uh, and I am a dark skinned black woman and mm -hmm. I have a, uh, what we call a, be a beautiful one at that. I can see you. Oh, a thank beautiful you one. so much. Of course. Uh, I have a high yellow child. So I see it from two different points of view, but okay. I just don't see it. I don't see it at all. I actually think it's in reverse. Mm -hmm. I feel like the darker skinned girls are meaner to the lighter skinned girls on the show. Or am I just way off? Well, for for one, I I think what makes the color colorism a huge topic is social media and the fans. I okay. think a lot of them turn it into this shade that shade when and all honestly i don't really think there's anything like that going on because everyone on that show has had issues with everyone Agreed. you know like yes yeah not there's not one person on that show that is light or dark that has been shown in good in good lighting like at right. all you know so right. i don't think there's there's any colorism at all if anything i think some of the 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 women that are of darker shade maybe they have gone through something where uh -huh. a person of a lighter hue has been treated differently and they might think that's how it always is like not every mm -hmm. light skin um person is like that you know and not every right. dark skin person is not gonna like not like a light skin person like you can't judge right someone and saying that's how every single person that looks like this is like that so a I lot agree. of them you know it can just be like triggers which i get but that's mm -hmm. like a traumatic thing that they have to fix within themselves i agree 100 percent because like i said coming you know it really the conversation was brought on a bit by wendy and candace and i'm mm -hmm. just sitting here and i'm like I don't see it because personally to me, Giselle Bryant can do no wrong, period, point blank. That is my girl right there. And I, I just don't see it. And I feel like it's almost like something they're trying to create. Oh, yes, for show. sure. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessary at all because there's enough drama <laughs> going on in the group that we don't even need to add that into the mix. Right. I agree. Okay, so, mm -hmm. so I just wanted to see what you thought about. It. Now, look, <laughs> what really went down? at Karen's party between you and Chris and did production, were they able to film everything? Because they showed a couple of reactions mm -hmm. that I'm like, I don't think they got all of it. So you let us know what happened. Yes. So when I went to dinner um, on the episode that you seen when I was with Ashley and the two other PYTs of the group and Giselle, everything that I said at that dinner even mm -hmm. though my whole conversation was not shown on TV is exactly what happened. Like I did not okay. lie about anything. I, I am the one that said I introduced myself because if I'm at a bar and someone is staring at me, whether it's a man, a woman or anyone, I'm going to introduce myself or I'm going to say, I'm going to say something, you know, and right. that's exactly mm -hmm. what happened um, with Chris. 
And the way mm. that they showed it when okay, in reference to the color pink, it was perceived mm. that I was like flirting with him, like complimenting his clothes. Now, when I was initially talking about the color pink, so I was saying pink mm. is one of my favorite colors. I like mm. the decor, the party, a lot of it is in pink. A lot of people are mm. wearing pink. I like pink. And that's when I was saying I like pink, but they didn't show the whole part about me talking about the decor, the flowers or anything like that. Right. Oh, and okay. also the scene that they showed, I was talking mm. to the bartender. My head was looking straight at the bartender. I was digging in my purse, talking to the bartender, ordering my drink. And Chris' mouth was not even moving. So they okay. they added the, the audio to a mouth not even moving, like at all. <laughs> and oh, on, wow. top that, on top of that, I was not even mic'd in Karen's party. Now, in order for a person who's not mic to get picked up by other someone else's microphone, you have mm. to be pretty close. And for a lot okay. of people to say first, oh, they weren't even talking. He wasn't even close to her. Then how mm. do they pick up our, how do they pick up our conversation? Okay, if he wasn't that I close? see. Right. Okay. And on top of that, um, production, they did, they filmed everything, but they chose what pieces to play. And I get it at the end of the day, you know, they're doing their job. They are allowed to, to edit, manipulate your, your voice, audio, all that stuff. I get mm -hmm. it. And with me being someone new coming in, I was not, um, I was not thinking, okay, they're going to show exactly what happened like you know i'm going to be vindicated like you i right understand yes. that they would have loyalty towards them i mm -hmm. get it but they didn't have to keep putting that screenshot of that picture of me with my mouth open midway like anyone could take a bad screenshot photo and i'm like right. okay okay yeah and that's the and, one they picked right and on top of that they didn't show the conversation of happy eddie Chris and I at all. Happy Eddie did walk over to us and we were all having a conversation. And the clip that they showed was when he was standing on the side of the bar, but they didn't show him coming to us, talking to us at all. And another moment, I'm not, I'm, am, I, am I spilling too, too much tea here? No, I want you to spill all of the tea. Yes, yes, please so, do. And the one of the things that really tripped me up is that when I was speaking about Chris saying that, um. I didn't know he was married. He was being very flirtatious. They cut mm -hmm. it and made me seem like I was talking about Eddie, but I was not talking about Eddie. Oh. I was I was still referring to Chris. So that was the part when because then a lot of people were starting to attack him like, oh, you're trying to mess up this marriage, this marriage, this marriage. When it really wasn't like that at all. It wasn't, but they just made it like they added him into it. So yeah, okay, I see now. Mm -hmm. So you know, that was not the first time, nor do I think it will be the last time that someone has said that Chris was being flirty. Right. Like, we kind of know him. At, like, it's not even a surprise to us anymore that Chris flirts with someone. But right. I didn't like how they did you because it almost made it seem like you were lying. Exactly. The way that and they I showed it. <laughs> right. And I didn't lie about anything. I am many things. I've been called many things, but a liar is what I am not like at all. Right. I am not because I don't like to be lied to. I like to be told the truth too, even if it's going to hurt me. I want to know what's going on. You give mm -hmm. it to me straight. I might be hurt. I'd rather be hurt off the truth than off of a lie. 
I agree. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And I'm married. Now, what do, how do I look saying this man trying to get, and never, never once did I say, oh, he's trying to get my number. He's doing this. The only word I yes. used was flirty, flirtation. And he is, he's, he that is was a it. flirt. Exactly. And I'm like, is that so bad? And then coming to my understanding later that he works in the, the entertainment, the food, the night stuff, you have to be friendly. Right. You have to be flirtatious. I get that. So that's just all that I was saying. They Candace took it and ran with it. And you know when they say when there's smoke, there's fire. So they there must be some that's other it. stuff going on that I don't know about. Yes. Because if it was in reverse, if someone was like, oh yeah, Deborah, your husband, which his name is Christopher, also was being mm -hmm. flirtatious, I would have been like, oh, for real, girl. Oh, well, you cute. So I can see how it is and keep it moving. Right. I would not yeah. be intimidated at all. No. I think you're right about where there's smoke, because I mean, we've all seen the smoke and it so many people cannot say the same thing about someone and there's mm -hmm. no truth to it. That That's right. how I look at it. I mean, you're not the first woman. And like I said, I don't think you'd be the last one who said he he's a flirt. He just he was. Yeah, he did. was flirting with Mia. He had whatever situation he had with Giselle. I wasn't around for that. So I, I have no idea what happened. Mm -hmm. But he the the defense that he took was extreme. I'm like, oh, it was oh, it was, it was over it was the top. Lot. Right. He was acting like his wife. Okay, so <laughs> what, what was Ashley's reaction when you told her about what Chris had done? So when I told her, she wasn't surprised at all. And looking back at the episodes, when Mia talked about her situation with Chris and with Giselle, it put two and two together as she was not surprised because when I would tell her, it's like, oh my God, something else is going on. Like it was a repeat behavior, mm -hmm. a repeat pattern that, um, yep. that he had, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you, so do, other than Candace, did the mm -hmm. other women believe you in regards to what Chris, the situation with Chris? To my face, yes, to my face, they did. Mm -hmm. oh. But oh. I will say at Karen, uh, Karen's improv event, um, when mm. I saw, see, a lot of the things that were said when, when I was in the room, but not to me, I had no idea right. what said until I watched it like everyone else. Did. Yes. So when Robin was telling Candace, you know, hey, you know, isn't that Ashley's friend? And Candace was like, yeah, you know, basically like, you don't believe her. And then Robin's like, yeah, I don't, I don't believe her too. So that part, I was kind of like, okay, but she never said anything yeah. to me. So I took that as maybe she didn't believe what I was saying. I'm not sure. I don't know. I didn't get a chance. I didn't get a chance to ask her that. I, I have no idea, but everyone else. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I was surprised when Robin said that too. Right. And I was kind of like, I wonder, did production tell her to say that? Or maybe she was more sympathetic towards Candace because of mm -hmm. maybe her situation with her husband. So right. or, I didn't think you were lying. Or was she even referring to me? Was she talking about something else, but they showed a big look like she was talking about me? Who knows? Oh, that's the thing with and in, in production land. You never really know. That's why a lot of people, a lot of fans, when they watch it, I'm like, it's a TV show. You get about yes. what 45 minutes outside of the commercials to put everything in. You're not gonna see every little second, like every little bit of it. And it's made for entertainment, you know? Yes. And as a true fan of the housewives, I have to remind myself of that quite often. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is like edited down to like a four minute segment. Right. And it is 
a television show because I'll be all up in it. I'm like, I cannot believe that happened. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Keisha, just roll back a little bit. So right. let me ask you. We saw Candace's reaction to you at Karen's event. Mm-hmm. And you did ask <laughs> her, you know, hey, do you want to come off? You you right. did it the mature lady like way. You were like, hey, can we, <laughs> do you want to have a conversation? Because I'm sure you could kind of hear her talking about you uh-huh. a little bit you know so did y'all ever talk no so i was privy to the fact that she doesn't like group confrontations group conversations she likes one-on-one so i took it upon myself like okay you know this girl she doesn't know me from a can of paint like i don't want to embarrass her like blast her out in a group so i'll ask her hey do you want to have this one-on-one conversation let's clear up um some issues what's going on mm-hmm. and she didn't mm-hmm. want to so and then she started asking me questions so I'm in my head I'm like you could have been asking me these questions and it could just been a one-on-one woman conversation I could have told you exactly what's going on but you wanted to ask me that in front of the group so I told her everything and the fact that the first thing that she said was oh is this the friend that, that he was touching I wanted to be sure and certain that everyone can hear that I said no, he was not touching on me because I right. do not take that stuff lightly. And mm-hmm. for a lot of trolls on the internet to say, oh, uh, Deborah's being thirsty. She was, do- I could I could have lied and said, he did this, did this, did this, did this, but I'm not a liar right. and I'm not gonna do that. And there's a level to a certain amount of things that I'm willing to do. Like, and that is not one of the things that I'm gonna do for, for what? Like, what is that gonna do for me? Nothing, no, Nothing. no, I'm not gonna Mm-mm. do that. Right, and then, can I curse on here? Girl, you, I, that's all we do is cuss okay. on here. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be mild manner, but go ahead, let it rip, please. <laughs> so I saw, um, when I saw the episode, when, when she called me a bitch, I did not hear her say that. She did not say that okay. to my face. And then the whole Sesame Street character. And I'm okay. like, girl. Yes, 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 yes. I said, for one, I, it takes a very, very, insecure low person to mm-hmm. attack a woman's appearance mm-hmm. for one mm-hmm. and then on top of that sesame street of all the characters when you look like gloria for under the umbrella tree like come on now <laughs> or janice from fraggle rock francine from arthur the list goes on and i'm just like I'm like sesame street, like oh, oh okay okay so yes, yeah, so I, I was, was confused. I was very, very perplexed when she looks the way that she looks. Herself. I was like, I was like, did she just call her a Sesame Street character? <laughs> to me personally, that was really, really reaching. I'm like, I don't get this. Like it, of all the things to say, why did she say? But that to me, that's jealousy. Yes, for sure. And it's usually the ones that are afraid to go outside with no makeup on that talk the most stuff. And she wears a lot of makeup. We're being quite honest here. Because I was like, did she when she actually said it, I was like, huh? I'm like, what does that even mean? I'm literally watching the TV trying to look at you and find the Muppet. I I I, I didn't I'm like, that, it's non-existent. Muppet? It's non-existent. It really not on, not like, on my face. Not on my face. No, because your face car passes every time. Um, Thank you. So I, 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 I'm like, what it? 
she just was trying to do too much with you that i think right and you know and she could have she could have took it anywhere like you know what i mean like mm. she could have been like oh that girl she wasn't telling the truth keep it moving like she had to add yeah. extra sauce to it and mind you even when i saw that i have not responded to anything that that wow. she said like to to fans trolls people in my dms like i didn't respond to anyone because for one mm. once you get that ball rolling it's going to be a whole instagram yes. um keyboard war and i had to yes. limit my comments because people were starting to attack my friends and my family in the comments and i'm like it's one thing if you come after me okay but i'm not gonna let you sit up here and attack my friends like they're not the ones that were on the show like they have nothing right. to do with what is going on but mm -hmm. yeah so but now i'm just like at the point and then i saw her doing um a couple of interviews and whenever she was asked about me she would mm -hmm. say stuff like uh oh like she was like she her her reads would eat me for breakfast like where when you her if what, you really her wanted, what? If you, <laughs> her what would eat you for she, breakfast she, like i like my like i would be eating for breakfast by her words like she would read oh, me there like too much. and i'm just like if you have all that talk you could have read me in person in when person I was in front of you and on but she doesn't that, do that right and on top of that a lot of people like to say oh she's the queen of reads for one you don't if if you're the queen of reads why yeah. does it always involve you with talking about someone's appearance if you can't yeah. read someone without doing that what are you really doing you're just projecting your own insecurities onto other people mm -hmm. that's exactly what it yeah. is she's just a, a dog that has a lot of lots lots of bark and no bite because she could have said I all agree. those she could have said all those things to me in person but no she didn't want to do it mm -mm. and my thing is if you're going to like you said it's all the bark 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 barking but then in the next segment you got your triangle shaped tissue going to the corner <laughs> of your eye and you're crying about something right. i'm like those two don't look yeah. either you a bad bitch or you're a crybaby it's, it's right. gotta be exactly one or the other throw throw the rocks and plays victim that's all that is it's just like talking to a toddler i'm like okay all right I, yeah, I, where's, I, her, I, where's, where's her pacifier where's the bib <laughs> yes, it is. And I try to like Candace. I mm -hmm. really, 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 really do. But I just can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> she I, just gives I, me no, no reason to do it. Right. Initially, I, I I like, well, for one, I do. I did find out that her and I are the same zodiac sign. Which is what? But Sagittarius. Okay. okay. However, I was very surprised because I'm like, oh, she must have been born at nighttime, like a different time zone from me. A different time. There is no, there is no way. And I have yes. a lot of Sagittarius girlfriends and they do not act like that. I'm like, what is going on? So I don't know. She That's just has a lot of a lot of growing to do. And mm -hmm. yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know what own Jesus can help her because I, I don't even know. Yes. I don't know. Yes. I agree. She does, but she must definitely has some growing up to do. We just haven't seen it on the show, not quite yet. No, I, not yet. No, mm -mm. not at all. So would you could don't hold you your breath? I am not because I would be blue in the face and dead on the ground if I were trying to hold my breath waiting for her to mature on the show. Now, if the opportunity came for you to be a full time cast member, would you do it? Uh, I would definitely give it some thought. Well, I actually have given it some thought. Mm -hmm. I will say this if if the contract is right mm -hmm. in, in all aspects, 
then I would be open to it. Okay. Now my next question is, mm -hmm. will we be seeing you on the upcoming season? Do you think you will? I hope we do. Cause <laughs> I'm going to be real mad. I'm gonna be like, what Deborah? She went on this scene. What scene is going to have Deborah on it? I, I feel you, like you will be. You, you, I'll say stay tuned for a little sprinkle here and there, you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Cause you know, the girls were in my state. Uh, they came to Austin and I'm yes, right outside they, they did. Did you see them? No, I was oh. so upset because a friend sent me, he was like, Hey, did you know that the girls are in Austin? And I'm about mm -hmm. two or three hours away from Austin. And I was so, I was like, I'm so close. I was so close. Oh, where so, you so, were? So, that so Houston? Close. Maybe Houston, I'm, right? Houston's I'm about right outside hours. of Houston. Okay. Yeah, it's about okay. two, two and a half hours away. Next time y'all have to roll up in Houston and I'm gonna need you to tell me where y'all are gonna be. <laughs> Actually, I've never been to Texas. That'll be fun. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you gotta come to Texas. Everything is bigger and better in Texas. <laughs> I hear. Now, Deborah, mm -hmm. I watch you on IG and you really be in the kitchen cooking, like cooking, cooking. Oh, yes. Yes. I throw, I throw, I put both of my feet and my fingers in my food. I love, you, you love, do. love to cook. Love it. And if you guys have not seen her cook, like it is like you're at a, a restaurant having Aww. this fabulous meal and i just i i'm like i wish instagram had a thing where we could like smell the aroma oh my god you, if you could mm. i can only imagine i mean you be chopping it up like <laughs> your stuff tastes like 15 steps and i'm like oh we just gonna order pizza here at my house tonight because <laughs> oh thank you uh, yeah a lot of the food that i make um well because a lot of times i do i will like post my story like step by step and it does make it seem like there's so many things going on where a lot of the meals that I make it's really not that hard I'm just really big on flavor and mm. marinating that is my yeah. my biggest biggest thing and I love the aromas especially like when, as soon as my husband walks in and he can smell it from downstairs he can smell the food and that's how I know Aww. it's getting good yes yes I just my I, husband I don't know that feeling <laughs> my husband doesn't know that feeling of walking okay, to the house right. and the aroma like i hate to be in the kitchen i'm like really i i hate cooking but i love to watch people cook mm -hmm. i love that um would you ever consider like doing a youtube cooking channel or anything like that you should yes yeah, i'm at, i'm it. actually in in the works of venturing into that okay and all and also a cookbook Okay. Um, that is, that is definitely something that I would love to see in my near future. Mm -hmm. Yes. Cause cooking, cooking is my therapy. Like kitchen is literally my favorite part of the house. Cause I just love to create. And I've been cooking like ever since I was a, a young teen. So my dad, he was a, a professional chef. So he was big okay. on marinating, um, a lot of meats and flavors. So I got that part from him. And then, mm -hmm. um, my mom. She wasn't a professional chef, but she did cook and but she only knew how to cook um, Filipino foods. So that's mm -hmm. where I picked up the Asian cuisine of um, of those um, of those ingredients. So it was a it was a good mesh and watching like a lot of videos, like as you say, you like to watch people cook. I love watching mm -hmm. people cook. I love watching um, Top Chef or just like YouTube and yeah. I'm such a foodie. I literally almost like try like anything at least once i love going to different restaurants and like getting mm -hmm. different like tastes it's just it's like, it excites me I, I love it i really really do 
you said you love to be in a kitchen. I run past the kitchen. Like, ooh, I don't want to be in there at all. If I could hire a chef to be here every day, I most certainly would. But I love watching your videos. Now, Thank you. what is something that you wish we were able to see more of about your life? Everything about me. Honestly, okay. like me as a mom, like my, so my son at the time, he was about maybe like, I think like eight months when he did his little appearance with me when um, Ashley and I are, had our little play date. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. I would, yes, I would definitely love to see, have people see me um, in my, as, uh, as a mom um, and as a wife, like what I do day to day. Like mm -hmm. I wear, I wear so, so many hats and a lot of people didn't get a chance to see that. And also, 100% I wanted people to see me turn up like I'm such a girl's girl I am that girl I will hold you down 10 toes down we will go out we will have fun and I'm big on complimenting other women and having mm -hmm. everyone feel like you look good and you know right. if your eyelash is falling halfway off I'm gonna tell you I'm not that yes. friend just gonna have you walking around looking crazy you got lipstick yes. in your teeth come here let you know you got a boogie you know, and you left yes. off, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you mm -hmm. know. That's how you know you got that real friend that truly cares. So I right. wanted them to see more of that because after um, the scene when when I was with uh, with the girls talking about um, the Chris situation, we had went to the club upstairs, but they didn't show that part. And that part, that's what oh. was, was that. Yeah. So there's definitely a lot more of me um, that that i wanted the people to see and they mm -hmm. can still have an opportunity to see we shall see <laughs> that's why you need to become a full-time cast member <laughs> so we can see all of those things and let me let you guys know if you guys are not following deborah her son hero looks just like her oh yeah that's my little twin oh my god that is your twin <laughs> i'm like that is literally just a, a baby boy version of her i mean you cannot deny him if you oh wanted to goodness. Oh, yeah, that's that's my little baby. That's my love. It's so funny because my daughter, as soon as she came out, I would just gave it, gave it to my husband. I said, here you go. Th th there this you is go. you. <laughs> right. And then when I found out I was having a son and then he came out, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I get to have one of them looks like one that looks like me. Know, right. Like babies, their faces and everything change as you know, they mm -hmm. get older. But he looked like me from the start. So that that is, wow. my, little, that is, that is my juicy man. Yes, yeah, my twin for sure. It's so funny because okay. my my son looks like me, but the personality yeah. of my husband and vice versa with my daughter. <laughs> Isn't that funny how that happens? Mm -hmm. That yeah. is now, Deborah. I have to ask you something. Yeah. How do you have such beautiful eyebrows? Oh my eyebrow! Oh my! So I've always had thick eyebrows. Everyone mm -hmm. in my family has thick eyebrows. Like when I say thick, like caterpillar thick. Like you don't have to fill them in. Like. Mm -hmm. anything it was just in my in my jeans like everyone just had thick eyebrows and I always had thick eyebrows except for when I was in high school it was was a middle it was like middle school going into high school the trend of the really thin eyebrows were in right oh so, yes I remember yeah so me like being young trying to fit in trying to do what everyone's doing I did that and I immediately regretted it because I'm sitting there trying to fill them back in when I already had eyebrows mm -hmm. to begin with. So I never did that again. And then when I grew you know, more, right. And then when I grew more into myself and not trying to do what everyone else is doing, I That's see right. everyone wants to have a thick eyebrow. 
we we do so my daughter is like you she came out one of the first things everyone said when they saw her was oh my gosh she has brookshield eyebrows don't ever do anything to her eyebrows oh yeah so i have been like it's almost like an obsession with her eyebrows i'm like look you can get them waxed you just tell them to clean them up just never do anything to your eyebrows because eyebrows frame your face and i have they do i have zebra eyebrows so when i saw yours i'm like Oh, look at our natural brows. They're so Aww, pretty. I love thank it. Thank you. It. Yes, I love, now, love, love, love my brows. <laughs> no one, no one's gonna make me take them away. People have messaged no. me about what I should do with them. And I'm like, no, they oh, don't. No. Right. I'm like, y'all think I'm serious? gonna sit up here. Right. I'm just like, y'all think I'm gonna sit up here and change my entire face to appease you. So, okay, let me do one thing, and then y'all gonna find something else to complain about. That's no, right. No, this is this is my face. I love it. My face has mm-hmm. never given me any problems in the past, nor will it ever. Right. That is crazy that people DM you telling you what you do with your eyebrows. And I'm all, I'm all <laughs> over here like, ooh, how can I get eyebrows like that? I'm going to take this to my microblader and say, I want eyebrows that look like this. That's crazy. <laughs> yes, people okay. are not. So what can we expect next in the life of Deborah? So definitely more of my cooking. Like I said, the the um, cooking channel, um, cookbook, and also poetry. I love poetry. I always wanted okay. to um, have a poetry book. So that's something else being added in. Okay. And um, just doing more, well, how can I say, more public appearances. I'll, I'll say oh. that. Yeah, I'll say that. That'd be yeah. great. Yeah. If you, if you come to Texas, I will come see you most definitely. <laughs> Like, hey Deborah, you remember me? That'd oh, for awesome. sure. Yes, I would definitely let you know for sure. My cousin, yes. my one of my cousins, she actually moved there a couple of years ago, and I've been meaning to actually see her. So mm-hmm. if I ever am in there, I try to I try to kill as many stones as I can. So that's yeah. Don't good. come now because it is like literally 155 degrees <laughs> in heard, Texas right now. It's bad. It is so bad. Okay, so how can everyone follow you on social media? Let us know so you can get all the likes and the follows and all that good stuff. Yes. So on um, Instagram, it's Deborah Williams. With, actually, have to look back. Is it with three S's or two S's? I, hmm. I know it's more than one. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna say three. We're gonna say three. But as soon as okay. you start typing it, you'll my face will pop up. It'll pop up. Yeah, yes. you can follow me on there. Now, Twitter, I do not have that. I don't do Twitter. Okay. Um Facebook, I do have a Facebook, but it is on private. Now my Facebook, that's something that's more of like a personal, more with like family, family stuff. Right. So Instagram mm-hmm. is probably the best, the best way that if someone were to um, re- want to reach out and contact me or just, or follow, see what I have going on. Okay. Most definitely. So everyone go right now, stop what you're doing and go and follow Deborah on Instagram. And when we put up the show, we'll mm-hmm. put all of your information on there so they can make sure they have all the right S's so they can find oh. you <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> and, and send me a link to this too, so I can post it so people can hear it. <laughs> oh, awesome. 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 Deborah, I cannot thank you enough. Of course. For this interview. Thank you for spilling all the tea <laughs> and now I just love you even more. And I cannot Aww. wait I got my hands and uh, the prayer hands right now, hoping that we see you on the <laughs> there upcoming There we go. Yeah, a lot of Potomac. Faith. Aww. Okay, all right. Thank, thank, thank you, you so much. much. Thank, thank you, Keisha. You. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye, beautiful. Bye.
It's the Lieber Lounge. The Lieber Lounge. Ooh.